0: Racers, and Rental Car Podcast with your host, Top Fuel Give Cam, Cameron Buret, and his co-host, Mr. Hard. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill.
1: What's up, West Coast Cam?
0: Hi, Lieutenant Don.
1: How are you doing on this wonderful not after midnight recording session monday night
0: uh so far so good for a monday i'm doing a little better than my little guy as i can hear him screaming through the, wall, through the walls so i'm not 100 percent sure what's going on in the house but <laughs>
1: well you know i'm too happy right now maybe he saw uh, maybe maybe he's screaming about my performance from this past weekend at the divisional race it's possible that's what he's screaming about that's what i'm screaming about over here Dude Don't you want to go back To being a kid Not Completely off topic I stopped at a gas station today And This mom Has two kids I'm getting diesel fuel right She's in a very nice Yukon You know Denali Yukon uh, You know not nice looking suburban family in the middle of you know southern indiana and these two kids are screaming their freaking heads off like there is no tomorrow right and one of them is obviously older than the other one and he's screaming a little bit clearer and all he is yelling is i want a slushy." that's all this kid is saying is i want a slushy," right and i'm like two pumps away and my truck's running um radios on and i can hear this kid clear as day yelling i want a (laughs) slushy well we go in the store i'm going in to get my receipt because of course you know ten dollar an hour pay will not get you out from behind the counter to go put the paper in the freaking gas pump so you don't have to go inside (laughs) to get your receipt and she comes in behind me and i looked at her as i'm getting my receipt Making sure I'm walking as I'm saying this. I turn and move, and I was like, hey, I left $2 on the counter. You can get that kid slushy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she Did smiled. You give me, like, the biggest F you look ever? <laughs>
1: no, she looked at me, and she, she goes, I'll get the other one, one, too. <laughs> 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 I was like, ah, all right, that's cool. That'll work for my day. I'm a little laugh. You know,
0: from becoming, like, I used to just hate little kids screaming. Like, it just despises me. I actually still despises me to this day. But. I'll tell you. Once you have a child, you kind of start to like feel their pain a lot more, and you're just like, "Oh man, that poor mom!" Like you, or that poor dad, because you, you know, like it's just freaking hell sometimes, you know. But we we set ourselves up for for punishment every time.
1: Okay. Well, I want you to remember this story. I my my daughter Logan was about mm, nine years old. And we we're in Wally World, and she wanted a bike. Now, she's not getting a bike, okay? But she wanted well, one. Make
0: me a bicycle,
1: clown. <laughs> make me, you stupid clown. So she is in the bicycle aisle in the Wally World, and she throws herself down. I don't know where, well, I don't know what Dora Explorer episode that she watched that this was <laughs> played out in barney or whatever she throws herself down in the aisle and is screaming and kicking her feet on the ground right now she's nine years old i'm still young in my military career i look at her i throw myself on the ground right beside her and i started screaming and kicking do you know (laughs) she stopped looked at me and got up and walked away
0: that's awesome and the
1: the lady looked behind me she goes I've never seen that approach. I said, if that's all it's got to take, I'll keep doing it until she turns eighteen.
0: <laughs> I like that. I'm gonna have to try that because I was quite the you're gonna use it on Angie when I was a kid. What's that? Yeah, <laughs> use that on Angie when Jet starts going it to down and she's screaming at him. I'm just gonna lay down next to him and just go for it too. She'll love it. That's exactly She'll right. Love it. Yeah, That is yeah. exactly right. But no, no. I-, I threw some pretty bad tantrums, so my mom always keeps telling me you're going to be sorry. We left more restaurants with you. We left more restaurants. So needless to say, I'm going to be in for it. He's getting, he's getting to that point to where he's like, he like wants shit and it's not time for that. So he gets a little testy sometimes. Well, my mom says that i got
1: daughters in my life because i was so mean to my three sisters as i was the oldest of six kids so she said that's why i got that's why god gave me daughters so uh watch out what your mom says because it's something about moms and god i think they're like all like got a speed dial or something
0: oh yeah for sure my mom pretty much does so all right
1: so charlotte week you and me z max this week Oh, yeah. That's where we're going. Uh, yeah, that's where we're going. I, God, I, I wish I had your life where Think I we, could forget where I'm going. <laughs> I'm old. I forget where I'm going because I'm old. You're, you forget where you're going because you're famous.
0: Dude, I told you I was like Brett Kepner the other day. I, I forget where I'm going when I pull out of my neighborhood. So, I mean, or I forget most of the time if I forget if I wash my hair or not So, in the shower. So I end up washing it twice. That's where I get so much balance in my hair. But is that you know, what it is yeah we, disc- we discussed this one I, or two weeks yeah, ago I, and I told you then I,
1: I'm almost positive I told you then y- there's no way you cannot remember whether or not you washed your hair your hair is so long it hangs down there in your nose you should be able to smell it and know whether or not you washed that mop Just it's like. a
0: true story I, I tried to get a haircut this weekend but my guy Mondo he was, he was booked up so. your guy who? Mondo
1: seriously what's the
0: guy's name? His name is Armando, but he goes by Monty. He's like this super cool hipster dude. So. He's like, he's like, uh he's all into lowriders and stuff. It's like these, okay, so the cool thing in California these days is to like go to a barber and they give you beer and you just hang out. It's like they're all just a bunch of hipster dudes. That's how it is. So you, walk, you roll in, you walk in the back, you open up the fridge, you get a beer, you wait, and then they give you a sick fade. But. My sick fade well, is not there. I have a mullet currently, but I'm going to I'm going to North Carolina this weekend, so I figured I might have to gel that bitch up a little bit in
1: Okay. So first off, <laughs> do not bring your happy happy California ass to North Carolina with a mullet. Second <laughs> off, you get your hair cut me. You get your hair cut in a barber <laughs> shop or a hair salon?
0: Barber shop, dude. It's a it's like a guy's barber. They use I used to get my hair cut at the hair salon because I used to go where my mom went when I was
2: little.
1: <coughs> oh, my God. Unbelievable. You're killing me, Petey. You're killing me, Petey. All right. So let, let, let's talk some racing. Let's talk some motorsports. We're going to Charlotte this week. With minus your mullet. <laughs> So I don't have to actually race this weekend. No top sportsman. I get to be a display car, which means I. That's get
0: when to, you know you're famous when you have to go to the races, but you don't even have to freaking race. No, that's and when sign, you, you have to sign no. Autographs.
1: No, that's when you know that you are doing everything you possibly can to keep your sponsors happy. Uh, that is exactly what I'm doing. Traveling nine hours from the good old Southern Indiana to Charlotte, North Carolina. But that's uh, love, right there. That's it. I'm looking forward to the first annual inaugural ntk nationals so i'm looking forward to that also got how about this got the little heads up text today i get to hold the microphone during top dragster this weekend so i get I you're it. gonna
0: say top fuel i was gonna say then maybe i'll actually get a shout out dude, dude <laughs> it took i got 20 races to give me a fucking interview hey, and now they'll probably you'll never hear my name ever again dude i promise you i'll
1: mention your name during top dragster qualifying
0: sweet i hope you do <laughs> Do you do? Well, i just I'm, love the fact that a lot of our listeners even like like messaged us and said dude you got an interview that's,
1: that I- <laughs> that's exactly right they feel our pain They yeah. <laughs> feel our pain for what we're trying to go through hey man self-promotion it's, it's, it's a hard life hard man. life being in self-promotion no <clears throat> so you didn't race this weekend i saw you were hanging out air showing it up
0: yeah man we went to the air show my little guy he loves airplanes and they had the huntington beach air show it was actually pretty cool yeah, on the beach. So we walked over to the beach and um, hung out and let him get all sandy and watch the, the airplanes. It was pretty cool, though. So, it's actually, like, super big. Like, I've never, I mean, yes, I've lived here. For, they've been doing it for, like, five years, but I've never actually, generally, I'm gone when they do it. <clears throat> but the last year, Angie and I were, were at the bay, and we're like, oh, shit, there's an air show going on. <laughs> And then this year, um, like, Jet loves, because we're, like, in the flight path for Long Beach Airport. So every night, man, he, like, points up at, like, 645, and, like, he loves airplanes. So, yeah, he dug it. So I so never it, thought he'd have his earmuffs on <laughs> at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and his name isn't Warren.
1: so uh, well, dude, looking for his baseball. Anyway, yeah. so did they have the <laughs> Blue Angels or the Thunderbirds?
0: You they, say, had, they had a bunch they had the blue angels they actually had the british uh royal something or other royal army royal air red force Cats or something red, royal air yeah. force yeah whatever i don't know and then they actually had some uh, which was kind of cool for angie they had some canadian planes which is pretty cool
1: oh can't forget the canucks anyway right moving anyway. on anyway <laughs> did, did they have the was the red bull guys there
0: uh, yes, and there was one of the Lucas planes there too. Sweet. All right. Yeah. So that's a, that's. Wagner. A- <laughs> Wagner lives in lives in Huntington too, so he was down there, running yeah. the muck. Did you say hi? I didn't see him, but um, I saw him post some stuff on Facebook that their Lucas plane was there. Dude, those guys are nuts. It literally looks like just devastation is happening in the air, and it's just going to go bad, and then they're like, and go back up. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way about those planes as I do drift cars.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, I like to like the big ones. Like, not like the stunt ones, I, I, whatever. But the the fact that, like, we have all that stuff and, like, don't mess with us. Yeah. Like, as in U.S. Dude, um, our Blue Angels
1: yeah. and Thunderbirds are badass. Yeah, I mean, it's just
0: bad, And they all ass. And just, they are, like a million feet in the air like before you can even blink an eye it's pretty cool hey, but no. other than that like it's whatever
1: <laughs> well good i'm glad i'm glad you and the fam enjoyed the, the air show yeah all right well my race so week, how, did your, yeah, how did your weekend go yeah let's quit
0: trying to skip over it i, I
1: was just, get, uh, i was i was getting ready to go straight into what else i wanted to talk about which did not include my race weekend so i i guess in a way historically speaking The quickest top sportsman field in NHRA history took place this past weekend at Worldwide Technology Raceway as 50 top sportsman cars showed up for a 32-car field and left with a bump spot of 6.653 seconds. So uh, my little engine that could from Patterson Elite ran out of steam Friday night during Q2. And uh, we're going to be going to look for some more steam so that (coughs) that we can uh, pick up the pace for 2020. But nonetheless, uh, the Magnuson folks are happy. NGK folks are happy. Everybody's happy except for my little engine that could, uh, who could not know more. Uh, So we're going to rewrite that chapter in
0: 2020. It was ugly, dude. I'm just saying if you put me in it, you probably would have qualified.
1: How much do you weigh again?
0: 135.
1: Okay, dude. I don't know where you did math at, but fifty pounds is not a freaking tenth. Okay? <laughs> okay, I don't know. I, I, is that like West Coast math? What kind of nonsense are you trying to talk to me about?
0: It's probably there. There, there ain't no math up in here.
1: Yeah, you, are you working on that new Common Core math that they've been trying
0: to teach kids? <laughs> consumers math is what they call that.
1: Is that what they call it? Consumers math.
0: They teach you how to balance a checkbook, even though nobody knows what a checkbook is anymore. Yeah,
1: nobody has a a checkbook anymore. As long as they can read it on their app, they know exactly how much money they have in their bank account.
0: Yeah, there's usually this Mm. little line in front of mine. (laughs) (laughs) It's my balance. I'm not sure I can understand what that is, but if you know how to get rid of that little little dash, let me know.
1: We'll let you know. Exactly. Yeah, no, it was a horrendous weekend for me, although glass half full. My wife had a good weekend. She was walking, she was talking, drove a golf cart three times, and that is nothing more than smile on my face. So uh, we're going to head off to Charlotte and uh, shake hands, kiss babies, pass out candy, uh, and do all things self-promotion because, hey, that's part of this deal. And uh, look forward to the PRI show off in the near future. Oh, my God. God, I can't
0: even do it you're talking about the PRI show dude do you get my cardboard cutout? I'm gonna ask you every week between now and PRI if you Okay. cut right. huh? S-
1: so look I honestly no lie Die and I started going through photos which tra- <laughs> I need I I've got one I'm gonna try to get Rick Belden to do it this weekend while we're in Charlotte we we'll probably need to do that uh, I'll get Rick and we'll come over and we'll take we'll get two full-length photos because my my rap guy my print guy my graphics guy says doing cardboard stand-up not a problem. He can handle it.
0: Do you need what, did, like me just holding a sign, like a help wanted sign?
1: <laughs> sponsor needed.
0: Yeah, sponsor this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, we could have that. Like, we I could just carry it around during PRI. I mean, it'll be
0: awesome, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you would like to sponsor Cam or Don. Hit us up at hate mail at cars dot com. And now back to the
1: show. All right. So, hey, who are who are we gonna who are we gonna talk to this week?
0: The hardest person to get on the line in drag racing.
1: You finally got Tom on the line. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, this person's even harder than Eric Ender's. Erica was really easy compared to this one.
1: Well, I mean and I
0: had to go through this one in order to get Erica, so what does that tell you?
1: <laughs> somebody somebody was screening our calls, I think.
0: Yep. Erica always answers my calls though.
1: Well you know, I mean you are Cameron Frey. I mean, you know Just play, saying. played in Jack Frost. I mean, who yeah, wouldn't take you your phone call?
0: I'll ride that till the cows come home if that's what it takes. <laughs>
1: hey. You know where you call a cow with no legs? What's that? Ground beef. I was on a bazooka bubblegum wrapper today that I saw. It reminded me as a kid joke. Sorry, dude. Absolutely. It's you wait till you get older. It's gonna be simple things in your life that's gonna make you. Dude, that's you, a
0: good dad joke. You know, I like that. that. That's,
1: that's, it. It. that's it. That's it. You know what? A, you know what you call a dog that doesn't that have, have any legs? The what? You know what? You know what? You tell a dog to come that doesn't have any legs? What? He can't come. He ain't got no legs. Dumbass. Pay attention. <laughs>
0: You're terrible, man.
1: Horrible jokes. Horrible jokes. Horrible. But hey, one more thing. Who are we having on the show?
0: Um, I told you. The hardest person to get a hold up in drag racing because she's busy making everybody famous. So we wanted to get to the nitty gritty on, on how to get famous. So we figured we would summon her to the Races and Rental Cars podcast. Well, we're finally have enough downloads that she'll actually come on the show. I think, <laughs> that's, I think that's what the deal is. I'll dial
1: her ass up then.
0: Eight. All right, none other than uh, the world famous Courtney Anders. Yes, that's Courtney Anders, not Erica. Courtney.
1: Wait, which which one's that? The
0: famous sister.
1: Which Which one? Courtney. Well, uh, well why? Wait a minute hold on what kind of intro was that
0: yeah erica has a sister that's a lot more famous than erica <laughs> oh really yeah infamous maybe but
1: notorious
0: notorious there we go <laughs>
1: yeah. known from sea to shining sea yep from twitter from twitter world to youtube to snapchat to to the gram to the book
0: there you go now uh uh Courtney and I are have been really good friends since we were hell, fourteen or something like that in the junior dragster days.
1: Must not have been uh, too good a friends. It took us this long to get her on.
0: Well yeah, exactly. <laughs> See what happens? It's like the shoemaker's kid goes shoeless. I've been asking her to come on the damn podcast for you know how many is episode forty seven. <laughs>
1: No, no kidding.
0: Like, again, it took Erica like episode nineteen, and here we are at episode forty-seven. Her damn sister hasn't even gotten mm-hmm. on the show yet.
1: So, so what I'm thinking happened was is so you know you you, you preface it. You said you had to go through Courtney to get to Erica. Courtney listening to Erica Erica's interview and went. There's no way I'm getting on this damn show. It won't last another week. I'm not that. Th- <laughs> here, here we are, week forty-seven, episode forty-seven. She's like, really? You guys are still in the air what (laughs) no one's pulled the plug on you guys yeah we got a no res resit. how do they say that do not recitate do not resuscitate dnr yeah yeah, we got there's definitely a dnr on our show (laughs) it's totally it's only a matter of time somebody's gonna wake up in the production office and go why do we still have these clowns on the air
0: well shit you're the technologically advanced one call her up
2: Hello.
1: What, what is it? Are you in a box? What, you sound like I'm calling Texas. Where are you at?
2: I'm in Texas. That's exactly where you're calling. And you know what? I have something for you. What do you call a cow with two legs? Lean beef. <laughs> That's a Greg Enders joke to the I finest. like it. Uh, le-
0: Greg,
1: uh, I can you totally hear your dad saying
0: that. You
1: said Lean beef. Lean beef oh my god it was always
0: good for a, a good dad joke i need to call him up and get a couple couple oh he's he's legit. good
2: <laughs> how are y'all
0: what's up just living the dream same same yeah well it's it's an honor to have you on the show finally again it took 47 episodes to make this happen so
2: well you know good things come to those who wait
0: that's right <laughs> heard that
2: I have to make Erica's like my tester, like the queen has somebody <laughs> test their food, make there sure they're not getting poisoned. That's Erica. <laughs> yeah.
1: Man, I don't, I don't know about all that. That's
0: She's <laughs> the stunt sister.
2: <laughs>
1: the stunt sister.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she is. She's who the public sees. I just, I'm the little working mouse wheel behind it.
0: <laughs> it makes it all famous.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pu- puppet master behind the curtain. Is that what you're trying to say?
2: Oh, 100%.
0: Yeah, but that's why we wanted to have you on the show, because we, you know, this podcast is about trying to make each other famous or something like that, something. in this world of racing or self-promotion, business <laughs> marketing, things like that, and lo yeah. and behold, that's what you do. So, it is. Yeah. So, for those of you
1: who <laughs> 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 I'm over here trying to bite my microphone off. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, my God. All right, Courtney, for most people, because we do have a diverse audience, believe it or not, we don't have just drag racers. So for our Australian family that's down under who's getting ready for World Time Attack Challenge, shout out to those guys. Uh, Give us the background, your background, experience-wise, education-wise, and what you're currently doing.
2: Well, as most things, I didn't really end up where I spent intended on ending up with this my sister and I as Cameron said grew up running juniors together um kind of always followed her lead she was a little older so um she had a real passion for it and I just really thought it would be cool and they had guys like Cameron out on the west coast that I could go hang out with on the weekends so kind of followed in that deal and long story short I ran um stock super stock did a little top dragster back in the days when you could actually qualify because it wasn't what it is today um super comp and all that and um Thought maybe I wanted to be a race car driver and kind of accidentally found a niche with helping my sister when social media first came out because, you know, we'd be old and stuff like that. When we first started, we didn't have all that. Um, and it was it was a place for me to just kind of learn and help her career was growing and, and just a way to find a new way to get her out there and just kind of accidentally fell into that niche. Um, started working with Rob Geiger, who was our PR person from the time we uh, signed up with Pins Oil, had a little... Disney movie, Cameron. You're not the only movie star up in here today.
0: No, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Don's a minority this episode. There you go.
2: Hey,
1: hey, I was in a movie once. It was a home movie, but I was in it.
0: I, <laughs> I want to know nothing about it.
2: I don't think the Screen the, Actors Guild covers that one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no. No, it doesn't. No. No. No.
2: Um, but anyway, so kind of had that that boost in both of our careers and. Um, I went off to college and it was pretty committed to playing volleyball through that and figured I could come race whenever. And lo and behold, that kind of never happened again. And I have been working with my sister full time since early 2014. Some may say I'm the reason for the back-to-back championships. Just saying. There you go. Uh, 14 and 15, uh, took a little break at 16 for about a half a season, tried to have a normal life and just realized that I'm not cut out for that much like you two as well. And, um, Instead of going back and working for my sister's team, I decided to start a little business. Thought maybe I'd have my sister and Drew Skillman and Cameron on board and and do a little bit of picture taking and social media, and it, it just erupted into this this full blown media company that I've now partnered with West Buck on and um, have a ton of clients, whether it comes to doing. A ton cool.
0: of clients that actually pay now, so yeah,
2: yeah. I catch Cameron on the flip side when I'm running by.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> that freebie. That's right. Sometimes I back you up and then they announce you when that's I back right. you up.
0: Exactly. I was going to say that
2: earlier when I was listening. Yeah. That's right. Yep. I got you.
0: <laughs> See, she doesn't can uh, to, to get her clients on the on the telly.
2: I do. I'll get Nitro all in my face for you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of what I'm doing now. And my sister is now one of my many clients. And um, I do anything from just straight up content gathering for sponsors out there to full blown PR coverage for teams.
0: Is it funny? Did you ever throw that in your sister's face, Erica? You work
2: for me. Yes, and you know me well enough to where she'll say, "Well, where where have you been all day?" Because you know <laughs> I'm not in her lounge hanging out with her, and so I had to go to other clients. Well, why? Well, they pay me, and you're my sister, so <laughs> she kind of falls to the bottom of it. And she's been—it's been an adjustment to say the least. <laughs> nice. nice.
1: The family and friends program.
2: Yeah, she's a little bit needy.
1: Right. Oh, we heard it here first, folks. Hashtag <laughs> she's needy.
2: She is. N-double-E-D-Y.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I find
0: that hard to believe that's, no, that's not the first time that that's ever been said.
2: It really is. I just was pretty proud of myself for coming up with that on the fly.
0: I hope to see that on the side of the car in Charlotte.
2: Needy. <laughs> Watch the hashtags on the e posts. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> there it is. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get started here. So we're going to dive off into a couple different topics. Obviously, you're in the PR world. So this is all about education. So you're talking to people who are trying to further themselves or improve themselves. When it comes to PR, what? let's keep it real simple. What are two quick do's and two quick don'ts when it comes to PR?
2: Off the top of my head, and, and let me tell you, some people up in the NHRA media room will cringe when I say the things I'm going to say, but I feel I'm I'm blessed in a sense where I've caught a transition in not only our sport, but in the world of, of PR. Um, and I would say, first thing that comes to my head, the don'ts is don't follow the trends and don't follow the rules. There has got to be something different. So there's the do. You've got to be something different. There's There's a million ways to do one thing, right? There's a million ways to showcase one thing. You've got to be outside the box to be noticed. Do and don't.
1: All like right. That. Okay. Second, let's talk about social, social media marketing. Once again, same same thing to educate. Two, two do's, two don'ts.
2: Jeez, I would say, again, you're going to have people who do the same exact thing that I do every week and they will disagree, but I think that's what makes the world go round and why... What, what I do is more of a relationship rather than than a job and and going out there and putting somebody on a billboard. But I would say the do, biggest do is be yourself. I work with so many different people, and they have so many different ways of doing this, whereas I completely run their social media for them. We put out these written press releases. You can tell that it is a it is somebody or an or an entity representing these people, and that's fine, and that's usually the businessmen of this and just need it for that. Uh, but if you're on the kind of program like Cam, you're on, you know, building your brand as opposed to something else. I think that you've got to do it yourself. And there's, you can have the people like me that that help you and do this, but it's got to be genuine fans, sponsors, people who watch this, they can tell. I have people that come up to me and say, you know, oh, your post of Erica, I hate that. I don't want them to know that I did it. Those of you that know Erica will, but um, so, so that would be a do be yourself. Don't, don't share it all. There are certain things where where I feel like we get lost in in this trying to be yourself and trying to put yourself out there and be vulnerable and a, and a real person in, in your business. But there's there's got to be where you don't, even if it's for your own mental health, where you don't put it out there and you don't lose yourself and you keep, that, you keep it separate because it is so easy for those lights to get blurred and just become totally engulfed in it. That was one and one, but they were long-winded. Does that count?
0: That works. That works. <laughs> I like that. No, but it's true. Like... I, that some people post stuff on social media that you're just like whoa bro like that, that's a little too much information like uh, <laughs> yeah
2: even Let's even see. if it's not your you know your personal pages I just feel there's there's some things that people go to certain places for and we don't need to fill all of that with it if you've got a, a brand you're trying to per, per, to build and this persona that you are I just think that consistency and that is maybe a better word for it
0: yeah you know start a podcast
2: it's a yeah yeah you know <laughs> why
0: not yeah let
1: me get a rubber mallet and hit myself uh anyway well and hold
0: on, stick with it do you know how hard that is ladies and gentlemen hey
2: i write a monthly column for drag illustrated and i struggle monthly once a month struggle
0: if we wrote down this would be funny we since we've started this we should write down all the struggles that we've had in order to make this happen the podcast yeah like
2: last week Dude. we had a we had a time
0: like issue. health issues there's Dude. a kid involved
2: we've, time zone issues time we've,
0: zone internet we've um, recorded a job
1: <laughs> we've recorded why i've been in the hospital with die. how many times how many episodes did we record while i was in the hospital with die we've oh, done so, that see
2: that's what makes it real they don't tune in just for the things y'all talk about it's y'all you know that's y'all are preaching y'all are practicing what i'm preaching
1: yeah, like we call it. Welcome to your weekly dump dumpster fire. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I want to go. I want to go back to something that you, that you're talking about as far as the social media marketing of it. To to be yourself and don't share it all. The one thing, and you know, tell me I'm wrong here, but point of view, and I think I think Cam, we've talked about it before. You cannot have everything be the rose garden not everything is going to be kumbaya and Girl Scout cookies. And I think when it comes to the persona that you mentioned that people are trying to build as far as being yourself, if, if I'm reading about you and there is just nothing but cruise ships, airplanes, blah, 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 and you're trying to tell me about how hard your life is. Yeah, I'm going to sit over here and say uh <laughs> next. I mean, yeah. So so where where are you at on that?
2: I'm definitely with you there. I think um and and I don't know how relevant this is and I said this before we got on here. I hate to make this the Erica show or the Alex show or whatever it may be, but these are the people in my world, so that's just what it's going to be. Um, I, I think that my sister has really struggled in that sense and there there is a line and it it's zigzags, but there is a line in not sharing too much and and being positive and having this image that you want to, but like I said, you've got to be yourself and you have to be relatable. We did this one um it was Indy. <laughs> Indy was a great day for Erica till it wasn't, right? supposed to be a great day then it was not a great day everything else from then on went horribly like she tripped up the stairs like the cooler fell like it was this whole thing and we finally get done and we hadn't made a post race post yet and we get up into the lounge and she made a tito's shout out tito's our team needs a sponsor tito's and limeade which we always make and it just the bottom literally fell out of her cup like the wheels for real fell the f off and she just kind of sat there and put her head in her hands. And I took a picture. I said, this is your post-race post. You need to post this. Like show just I'm frustrated. Shit is falling off. I can't do it. And that was one of Our the biggest ones. heads are falling did. off. Yeah, like how was your Sunday? Here, or it was Monday. Here was mine. And her head is just like in her hands. And we get more response for that. Like you are so raw. You're so real in a day where 10 years ago when we first started doing this, if she showed emotion, it was Hey, Angel, wipe your tears, shut the F up. Your life is great because we don't know these kind of struggles and I am woman, see me roar type stuff. So I don't know if that's the avenue you wanted to there, but I think that it's become easier for little blips of that. And, you know, Erica's a very shy person and she keeps her life to herself. Whereas me, if I have a bad day, like y'all know it, because I'm going to put a bunch of angry faces on Facebook. So there is that line there, but you've just got to be genuine. And I think that that no matter where that falls, that people can tell.
0: One of my favorite things that you post on social media, on your personal social media, is your airplane uh, (laughs) etiquette slash travel lulls. Because so many times, that's literally the story of my life.
2: It's the worst. People
0: don't understand. And it's so funny to read them because (laughs) I'm like, yes, 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 yes. I always always preach if I ever become ruler of the world, which will never happen, you're going to have to take a class in order to get on an airplane. And you have to pass a test.
2: It's got to be like an HOV lane. We need our entire airport to ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. get out of the way. Don't speak. Don't tell me what to do. I got the program. If I mess up, get in my way.
0: No, I don't want to talk to you. No. I, was, I just.
2: These are dead headphones in my ear. I just don't want to talk to you.
0: <laughs> I don't listen to anything. I just, I have them.
2: Yeah. No, oh, I love sorry. that. I get so frustrated. I was frustrated. just,
0: I just was just talking on my Bluetooth.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, not you.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, jeez. I think they call this first world problems. Just saying. I
2: mean, hey, problems are always relative. <laughs> We've all got them.
1: Yeah, I was complaining at the lady to get out of the get out of the left lane coming down the highway today. That, there you go. That's first world problems for the Don.
0: one. The one lady that was in your way the one, you know. the
1: one lady driving the tractor.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, <in> California. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Right here,
1: two lane road, Indiana. What? What? What you got? I got uh, nothing. I, you got nothing.
0: All right. Well, my you, street isn't even two lanes. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Next. In, anyway, California broke paying NCAA players. You guys are idiots. Anyway, uh, let's talk about. You still haven't done any research on that. I actually had somebody text me and said they wanted to know what Cam's thought process was on that. You, you haven't done anything. I got to
0: know what a football is first. In I was order gonna to say
2: this fool has on a football hat and he doesn't even know how to spell football.
1: Yeah, oh. we're, Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get the whole posing program going on here in a minute. <laughs> trust me.
0: For 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 any of you that. You know, want to donate hats to Cameron's hat collection? Um, That's—I'll uh, give you a PO box. You can send them on right on over to.
2: He's so desperate. He's wearing a Falcons hat. Ooh, damn!
1: <laughs> no kidding. Damn. Yes, yeah. we're actually going. We are actually going to lose listeners because they're going to find out that you got a fa- Falcons hat on. People are going to be like, "What, Click, hat.
0: Turn my, the channel." My mom and my brother <laughs> went to Atlanta. They bought me a hat.
1: Worst freaking anyway. Nice looking.
0: Oh, God, oh, okay. what do no. you want from me? No. Send me a what do you what, what a North Carolina hat? You could probably get me one and give me it this weekend.
2: I'll get you a Steelers hat or a Texans hat, a real team.
0: There we go. That's, That's fine. I'll wear it. I'll wear that- it because I don't know the difference, so it doesn't freaking matter to me. I just wear <laughs> the hat because it fits my head. So I'm a poser. I'll be I'll be the first one to admit it. I don't know shit
2: about football. That's why I love you.
1: Unbelievable. Nonetheless, moving right along. So Don just can't eat. Even- I, I can't. Oh my god, you're killing me! All right, so let's let's really okay. We've done. Let's do the education process. We have done the 100 and the 200 level classes. We're getting ready to move on to grad level here. Okay, for our listeners, let's talk about drivers' agreements. Okay, so. Cam and I we're all, you know, we, we joke about it, it's kinda of like our punchline, but it you know, it really is. We're out here, we're, we're chasing the dream. We're all chasing the ability, hopefully one day at the end of the rainbow where we actually get a paycheck to to go to the racetrack and drive a race car, whether it's circle track, sprint cars, drag racing, monster truck, whatever, motocross. So so let's talk about driver's agreements. Because you're around, obviously, at your media company, you're around with a lot of different drivers. They all have different requirements, different needs, uh, sponsor different needs, uh, and so forth that need to be fulfilled and executed. What is, what is one of the simplest things that gets forgotten about driver's agreements? Just generalization across the board of what you have.
2: What gets forgotten?
1: Or taken for um, granted. How about that? I
2: think I think honestly what gets taken for granted f- is is the amount of actual work that these people put into it. That there's there's this <sighs> belief that the Ericas and the Alex's and the people of this world just kind of go and do their thing for six and a half seconds at a time, like you said earlier, kiss babies and and move along and, and collect the check and get all the fame and the fortune. But there is, there is only so much that I call myself a professional middleman and a professional coattail writer. till Cameron, this episode it was going to be, called
1: <laughs> I love it. I told <laughs> you, I, I told you, I don't, what was that two weeks ago you made that? I was like, that needs okay. to be a bumper sticker on a t-shirt right now, right dude, now. Dude,
2: Ashley Simpson back in the day, Jessica Simpson's little sister made a song called living in the shadow. And I seriously sing that to my sister every single race. I'm like, she says, you did awesome living in the shadow, That's me. I'm but it's a different view. And I love that. Um, but the thing that gets forgotten is the amount of time that it takes these drivers to do this. You may have a staff, you may have somebody to help you. But at the end of the day, nowadays, especially with social media and being the public being so I'm throwing air quotes up here close to the driver and to the personality of them is that it's constant work for these guys and girl constant work for them. And it's not just, you know, you put the sticker on your car and you go win this race or show up here and sign this autograph. And that's the end of the agreement. There are things from certain amount of posts with certain characters, with certain hashtags that have to go out at certain times to um, walking up into suites and signing these autographs, or it may be nothing has to do with the racetrack. And there's, there's offsite stuff, but there's the thing that I think to answer your question that takes for granted is the little moving parts of all of this. It is not what it used to be because there's so many ways to see this and promote it. It is not just throw the sticker, race on TV and and make everybody happy and check the numbers. It's just, it's constant. It is not Friday through Monday and it is full representation all of the time. And there's so many little things that can't get caught holding. I was making sure I had the right water, even though it's not video. Um, you know, get caught, get holding those little things. Like Alex just did a thing with Red Bull. We had to strip everything of, of all of the gas monkey energy stuff and just little tiny moving parts of every single time you're seen that, that relies on, on the other end of that contract and what's coming through it. The phone calls, good God, the podcast, the travel here, the the little tiny things here, And you can't just, you know, call my people or call Courtney and this it's, it's them. It's that person.
0: Yeah.
1: So from that standpoint, let's, let's take it to the next level then. Let's okay. talk let's talk about how drivers monetize their brand and the steps that people would not think about that their involvement. So for an example, I mean the best the best example I have is when I want to say it was like 2004, 2005. I can't quite remember. Uh, I remember being at a leadership conference with the military, and we had people that came in from, at that time, uh, Leo Burnett, the marketing agency for the Army, and they were talking about how the Internet and social media and so forth was moving forward for the next generation. Uh, And it would be all the craze and, and, and so forth, and that URLs and getting these classes about what they stand for. And I remember going out and buying mine. You know, buying my name and I remember in 2007 being contacted by another Don O'Neill that was driving for Clint Boyer and they wanted to buy all the social media sites that I had my name attached to because they didn't have them and I was like, sorry, not for sale and because it's me it's mine right i got it i got it i got it first and so little things of that nature that's the only experience i have as far as having a per se valued brand uh in a url so from the side that you're dealing with because obviously you have alex you have erica you deal with jeg uh and, and other professional drivers not only in Pro stock or pro mod and so forth. And they all have different values of their brand. What where do you see where could you tell somebody? My value
0: eight bucks. Oh, sorry.
1: They're not talking about what your value meal at lunch cost, okay? It's, gee,
0: whiz. Yeah, my value as a whole, eight bucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, we'll ask your wife. She'll give you say that you're worth eighty anyway. Um, where where do you <laughs> I that, that, that Falcons hat's not worth eight bucks, nonetheless. So, you know. where where do you where do you <laughs> think that people should start, Courtney, when it comes to valuing their brand or monetizing their persona or their driver image?
2: I think that, and this varies so much on what you want out of it. When I'm going to start here, when somebody comes up to me and, and asks, you know, what I can do for them, what they what my services can be of them, you know, do you want to come cover my car, blah, blah, blah. My first question is, okay, well, what do you want out of it? Because there's so many different, like I've said 10 times on this podcast, there's so many different avenues that you can go on this. You have the Jed Coughlin's of the world, and, and my three, my main three are perfect examples of this. You've got the Jed Coughlin's of the world whose main priority, obviously, is their business. Yes, Jed Coughlin Jr. as the athlete and driver is We all know him. He's incredible. He's famous. He is a bad ass, like the baddest asses that ever lived right in pro stock. But he doesn't promote himself and he doesn't have the social media presence that Erica has or that Alex has or even that, you know, Leah has. I'm covering her uh, factory stock stuff. There's just there's a different avenue towards his. And so the way that I handle what I do for him is so very different than what I do for the other people. So I think that, that your question would almost land on, on what the purpose is. If it's going to be your jegs.com, your jeg at, I always tell them how, you know, you're a badass is when your email address is jeg at jegs.com. Like, (laughs) how cool is that? Like Courtney, Courtney that's just not cool. Like I'm not jeg cool. So when you're going that route, there's, it's, it's more professional and it's more, you have people like Woody, Scott Woodruff, he handles the technical PR side of that. And I am a funnel. I'm a funnel that takes racetrack stuff, and he uses that for the big picture of jegs.com. That's That teaches me a lot, and that's like the college side of what I did and where I get my rocks off there. Um, so if you're going that route, I think that that's just completely based on whatever your business is, and, and that's a lot more boring to talk about, so I'm going to go the other way. When it comes to, again, I hate to make this the Alex show because he loves himself enough, and I hate to do that, but... <laughs> He is a prime example of somebody who literally wanted to race. When I met Alex, he came to our shop in Elite Motorsports and got my autograph. Okay, I don't race anymore. (laughs) Got my autograph. He sent a picture to me the other day. This kid whose Instagram name was Fuel Potential. Okay, all he had was a dream on this. And he has done absolutely nothing but throw himself into the public. So to long-winded answer your question, if you're going that route, you have to be seen, right? The first value that you're going to bring to somebody is that you've got eyeballs on you. So goes back to what I told you guys at the beginning, being yourself and creating this avenue for you to promote your passion through being yourself is, I think, how these branded athletes are being born as opposed to a team-sponsored situation, He's not, he doesn't have the kind of situation where, you know, he'll fall under a Don Schumacher umbrella and get one of the Schumacher battery sponsorships. I know that's not how it is anymore, but that's used to be how it, how it was, you know, when you were the next driver in line on their developmental program and what have you. He has created a space where he has made himself seen doing stupid shit from the other day, lighting his grass on fire while driving a dirt bike, riding a dirt bike to, you know, putting time-lapse videos of him working on his computer all day on his sponsorship proposals and things of that sort. And I think that just throwing yourself out there, he's got a lot of hate from it. People call him, you know, entitled little rich kid, you're a little douche, you're just playing on your your ranch and blah, blah, blah. But the backside of that is what people have missed. And going back to your other question too, is all of the stuff that he's done, this may work like look like play, but at the end of the day, he's using fun stuff to put himself out there to become this different type of new age drag racer. That makes people go, was that kid in the backwards? Really? He's doing that. And he's created this bubble of money that they're paying him and he gets to choose where he goes and spends that and buys his spot in a situation. So that's just in the last five years, I think that that has been this new eruption. And the reason I said my three fall in the middle is Erica kind of was on the cusp of both of those ways you know she was a a sponsored a corporate sponsored driver who had to go drink milk at gas stations for slammers and now is kind of rebranding herself into this person yeah talk about drinking a milk when it's 100 degrees outside after your race car. we used to fill those with water (laughs) but i mean there's been a transition that i've gotten to watch and learn from for her from her and that helps me kind of keep the balance of when I'm working with teams like Coletta, we do some stuff for them and or JEGS and scrappers and whatnot and, and be able to have that balance. But but the Alex Laughlin type of stuff, I think that's what's coming, like what y'all are doing. You're putting yourself out there with this podcast. You've got to find a way to be louder, not as a bad thing, than the rest of the people in your same pool, and that's just putting yourself out there.
1: I would totally agree with that because you cannot um... – you cannot do the same what's the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and same over again thing, expecting you know, different uh, results uh, and that's the one thing when it comes you know in in I'm not a professional driver like Cam. I don't have a pro card or a screen actor guild oh, card oh. or whatever they call it. Sag, I have a lot of
0: cards. Does mean I get paid?
1: SAG or whatever they call it. I use another term, but I, I like us not having our explicit. Um, make it till yeah,
0: you make it, yo. It, oh, I it, cast.
1: Yeah, it's okay. You did. Yeah, No, we you won't. We, yeah, it happens. Yeah, that, you know, we won't lose it for that. Um, but you, you know, we, because I'll tell you. I mean, when Cam called you know, we're getting ready to come up on a year and he's like, Hey, I want you to do a podcast with me. I'm like, you're freaking high. I'm not doing this, you know, but at the same time, yeah, you have to do something different and you have to get out on the, you know, the edge, if you will. And, Put yourself out there, whether you're whether you're the idiot on the corner in Times Square with the megaphone or the sign over your over your chest that says, you know, the world's ending, God's on his way, you know, whatever it is that you're going to. They're looking. Yeah, you know, you're doing people's people are paying attention, and you grasp their attention, and whether or not they become more, you become more relatable or just more interesting. Or uh, my favorite word is always humanized. You you become more humanized with with everyone and uh, I don't uh I, I guess I look at it different. So if you're the person that, you know, you're the racer that's out there and you're thinking, you know, one day, one day, one day, well, make it today and, and do something. And Alex does. He does a lot of stuff on on social media. And, and of course, he's, you know, he did the whole street outlaw thing, which brought him oh, a lot. So of, much which,
2: feedback. <laughs> yeah.
1: Got a lot of got a lot of impressions from that and a lot of hate and a lot of followers. And, you know, he those did haters,
2: they comment, man. They comment. They follow. They like. And that's that's part of his. and he plays into it, but part of, part of what I pitch when I go to these, these bigger teams and what I'm doing with Wes now is, um, these videos, you know, when, when NHRA and Fox decided to cut the pro stock program and separate it and all of that nonsense, we seriously got into a position where we didn't really know what we were going to tell our sponsors because things had already been settled, you know, and you have the demographics, you have the numbers, you have these these promises and that you're supposed to deliver on, right? And then everything changes. So how how this little avenue of my media business came about was we had to figure out a way to be seen without the NHRA and without Fox and without winning even, right? We sucked ass when we started doing these. We couldn't win a race. I mean, shoot, we've only won one in three years, right? So we had to create a way... <laughs> yes we had to create a way to be seen and our spot it's it's become more valuable and so that's my pitch that I go to is like you I mean you were racers right you come out here to win races your sponsors are happy when you win races but realistically you're gonna lose way more than you win especially drag racers we don't go get one shot and you either win or lose you've got to win four times to win once right so you've we've created this avenue for people to be seen. And it's just taken off. We were lucky enough for NHRA to be behind the ball on this and the media room to be a little bit older. And we kind of even got a little hell going in there. I was told by a mentor of mine that what I did wasn't real. And now I have five of his clients. So, you know, there's that, but it's, it's been a really, we've just kind of been learning as we go. I didn't go to school for this. You know what I mean? You just, you just learn and watch what fails and watch what works.
1: I would, I would agree you and I have had numerous conversations about the, the video content of it being rough, rough, and a brash and get it down and dirty and get it posted and get it shared. And yes, I and, love that. And I need to be clean. Yes. Let it, let it be. Um, I don't know if it, I know, what was it back, uh, beginning of the year, one of the things content wise motorsports that kind of captured my eye and i and i watched and waited for them patiently to come out was when they did uh when aol or not aol facebook did the deal with uh bubba wallace leading up to daytona and they had like eight different episodes and and so forth and it was it really was just him with an iphone and a camera and a lot not much professional footage if if any if you will small small very small but it had huge following because uh, it mm-hmm. was a raw content type deal i i i just believe that people like those and it's captive to them and i once again i believe it makes it more humanized because we all have a telephone or an iphone or whatever the case may be and we all can have a a stick to put it on and Go around and do your own Instagram TV or whatever the case may be and create your own content. And I think that, that, that that's something that's something that NHRA could learn from NASCAR and how they run their deal as well as I think, Kim, you were talking about the Supercross guys, that they do that over there much better. Uh, I guess basically kind of same line as the NASCAR guys.
0: Oh, 100%. They, they do a ton of it. They do like I was actually watching on you like I don't have cable cuz I'm a cheap ass. So I watch a lot of YouTube and
2: like <laughs> hey I got that Apple ID if you want it.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and uh like I watch a lot of these these supercross riders like their vlogs and stuff. Like it 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 interests me, right? So And those um,
2: are even becoming requirements of of some of these deals that they're putting together is um mm-hmm. Um, one actually that we were just putting together right now came from an Instagram story that was just funny, right? Alex did that bird scooter story. I don't know if y'all saw that on the way to Indy. This idiot drove his a bird scooter from the um, wherever we were at the Conrad downtown to the racetrack, 17 miles. Something came of that Instagram story, like just him being a dumbass, right? Going on here. That's what I mean of just putting yourself out there and and being. I mean, he had to kick push that thing for four miles and it was, he had a horrible time. It was awful. It really was. He got to the track. he's like, that was horrible. <laughs> but it, I mean, just little stuff like that, but yeah, you just create a space for yourself to be seen. It's crazy. All
1: right. So let's, let's talking about being crazy. Let's get out of crystal ball fortune tell Las Vegas odds, whatever we want to call it. Who is the next big female? in motorsports
0: man Why why's it got to be female
1: because she's a female and i'm asking so? her female motorsports opinion why don't you sit over there with that dirty bird hat and drink another beer and be quiet <laughs> Perf- Professor, shut up a lot <laughs> Dude, this dawn is hating today I, I, I like can I cannot yeah. believe you know I am a Carolina Panthers fan and you have sat here and wore that
0: Freaking dirty bird! I hat. know you're a Carolina Care Bear fan, but, but Don—he you know doesn't
2: even know football enough to know that that would piss you off. That's the whole thing. I know that's what's really upsetting.
0: I'm gonna wear the shit out of this hat this weekend. <laughs> so there. Uh, you, you
1: hey, you get your <laughs> mullet wearing ass beat
0: Z-Max. I'm gonna you wear this hat in and with that. i my bullet because I'm not gonna get a haircut before I go. So I'm gonna gel that bitch out, and I'm gonna wear this hat.
2: I'm offended cool. by your Southern talk.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
2: Next uh, big maybe, I'll, maybe I'll
0: vlog the whole thing. Oh, hey. hey.
2: Maybe I'll get you a sponsor from some scissor company or some hair gel company.
0: Frickin' it's, Sanu. That's um, <laughs> the only thing I know. That's my mom's favorite guy. Uh, um, maybe he'll sponsor th- me. Junior.
1: Junior Sanu. That's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get a ski mask, and I'm going to jump out from behind a holler and beat your ass. <laughs> You're going to get a sponsor off that It's going to be called Band-Aid
0: <laughs> Hey, if that's what it takes Sign me up
1: Freaking Johnson & Johnson, your mother
0: <laughs> I'll take her for the team, that's
2: fine I got Jets helmet right now You've always said that, you've always said you would do literally whatever And be whoever
1: Oh <laughs> uh, I remember I remember one time in tech, actually in San Antonio at an army conference and a sergeant major asked me, cause we had just had that, you know, changed over to the army one brand line. And he's like, O'Neal, give me a company that you wouldn't let be on the side of your race car. And I said, "Sergeant major, if Tampax tampons called up, I'd have the fastest Kotex in the South.
2: <laughs> yep. You got to.
1: <laughs> Whatever.
2: Speaking of yeah, best. The how do we go from woman. Kotex
1: How do we go to Kotex to talking about female racer? But anyway, uh, moving right along. Yep, give me. You one. know,
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer you without answering you.
1: Oh, she's not gonna make it through the last two questions on the show.
2: I well, I'm a little bit weird about this because I am all about women coming into a man's world doing their thing. What I am not about is making it, uh, making it where it's above or making it a whole thing. My sister always says whenever they ask her, you know, how does it feel to be the woman, blah, blah, blah. She says, well, I don't know, because that's just what it is. And it's it just she doesn't want to be ahead of it. Sometimes, Cameron, you know, I don't do this professionally and I get distracted. We've got a little video here and Cameron's making notes. I can tell you who it's not going to be. And we've touched on that on this podcast In the beginning of the podcast. But I'm going to fancy that in. I'm not even a girl. Sponsor what? Um, This is so bad. But let me just tell you that I know Karen Stouffer is not new. But Karen Stouffer has not been doing much on the wind department the last few years, the last decade or so. And when she got that medal put around her neck, they've been on the cusp. That team has been crushing it. And they've been on the cusp. Oh, see, Don. I can't answer this. The Salinas girl, she's a part of that team. So I guess if you're going to wrap this into there. But I just think that Karen Stouffer is about to, and this is only on my gut. I don't know anything about pro stock motorcycle teams, performance, anything. I think that she's about to make a 2.0 that will surprise people. But when it comes to new females coming up, I think that that just takes so much grit and so much time to prove that I don't really see anything. But I'm blinded by the Erica Enders situation coming in hot so we like to be kind of the only
1: <laughs> okay not really what i thought you were going to answer with but okay you i
2: think i was going to answer
1: <clears throat> i really thought you were going to come up with somebody out of the alcohol ranks
2: well okay and i almost i almost cliched it and said megan meyer she but doesn't want to there. try to
0: fuel.
2: Yeah i know she's there she's where she wants to be and and it seems to be that that's where she's going to hang But if I didn't know that, it would be her hands down. No question. I think she has the passion. I think she has what it takes to, I've seen her just, she stays in her own little bubble. She doesn't let a lot of the people talking and the noise get in the way. And I don't know if that's more difficult for a female than a male, but it seems to be because the females get it more and then they kind of give up. But I can tell you this, there are, there are ways to go about it. And a lot of the girls out there right now are going about it. in what I think is the wrong way. And that's why I don't have a full-blown answer for you i see girls that want to race i don't see racers that are uh, girls (laughs) that makes sense i feel like those are there and established and maybe there are some and they're coming but it takes a minute takes a minute to not wave yourself out of that first little fun oh i'm a girl and i'm a race car driver and this is cool attention to like holy shit this is my life and grit and blood sweat and tears
0: well, that's the thing, like, that people, like, Erica is like, one of the first ones, right? And she, I mean, there's so much crap that, like, you know, I mean, even that I've heard that a lot of people probably will never hear, and it's like, and I've only heard probably the Cliff Notes version of it, and you're yeah. just like, holy crap, like.
2: Oh, yeah, like, at the finish line, her her first year, I, I don't think it's a secret, but I'll let her tell y'all which one. You'd know who he was if I told you his initials said to her face, this is not the place for you, little girl. You need to go back. This will never be the place for you.
1: That sounds that like,
2: bitch now?
1: Uh, that sound like something WJ would say.
2: Well, you know, if it sounds like a duck and walks like a duck.
1: Because, <laughs> because, li- be li- little, little is, was used to always be an adjective, a word that he would use. To of describe, the elderly? Yeah, he would use yeah. it a lot because he used, um, uh, who was who was that he used that with when he talked about the little punk? That was was that Daryl Alderman? Was that Alderman Jeffrey oh, Ahn, yeah. on Jeffrey on? Most of his interviews when uh, when he when they his best sound bites the word little was always part of a quote fro- process, so that just sounded like something WJ would say. She All may right.
2: or may not have been called a little girl, but that's the kind of sh- that's the kind of stuff that's made her and the ones who have survived as good as they are. So once you get past that crap hole. You're pretty much set.
1: <laughs> well, I I mean, I don't think that
2: I don't think that happens as much anymore though. Uh, I really don't.
1: You either you either have what it takes or you don't. And and I think you either put the work in or you don't. It, it you either yeah. you either want it to happen or you don't. You've got to have will. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, you can have desire and motivation, but you've got to have some damn will inside of you to to will yourself into certain situations or will yourself through negative negative outcomes or negative people or or negative circumstances you've got to have will you got to have some will and you know what it won't hurt if you've got a truckload of faith with you as well
2: yeah yeah it's hard out there
1: (laughs) all right well we are gonna wrap up here as we're closing in on the witching hour every guest has to go out with our two favorite questions uh, Cam, you're gonna ask your one before I get to my two. Cam always forgets that the title of the show is Racers and Rental Cars, so he always yeah, forgets <laughs> to ask about a ra- a rental car exploit. He likes to yeah, hear your rental- favorite
0: rental car destruction oh, exploit moment. I think it's pa- I
1: think it's Pomona last year when they had the minivan doing the burnout beside the trailer with Matusik. Wasn't that Matusik that was in the minivan? Didn't
0: you guys do Angie and I saw you guys at. Uh, that restaurant? I could the do mainstream. a whole
2: show on this.
0: The Mining Company. And weren't you guys doing a huge burnout down the hill? There's that huge hill. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, see, Jake Harrison is the common denominator here. And I, I know that Erica, there's a lot of these. And before Erica came on your show, we talked about which stories she was going to tell y'all. <laughs> but... There are, there are some from cases of Tito's being just shattered in the back because we took a turn too hard to
1: she told us somebody that one. in
2: the backseat yeah, throwing it in park and literally the transmission falling out and she bailed at the stoplight and that one's well known. But I have an old school one. Cam, you'll appreciate this. This was with Munson, Ryan Simonton. Good old Munson from Texas. <laughs> Everybody who knows Munson can already tell where this is going to go. Um, we were going to Ron Irks's. This is back in the day. This like, is,
1: you said Ron Erks. This is way back in the day.
2: Way back. Ron Erks um, had a New Year's Eve party, and I was with Sean Langdon at the time. And so me and Sean, Jenny and Dave Connolly and Munson and his, a bunch of us, Eddie Fishley. You know, it's oh a mess God when Eddie gets Eddie. Oh, boy. Yeah. So there's a couple that, that I have with Eddie too, but this one's my favorite. So we finally get this, this truck. We have all been drinking on the plane rides there, decided to meet there. It's like nine 30 at night and we get in the car. It was a whole thing. Munson makes it a whole thing. And he decides to go out the exit, which seems common, right? Except for he had all intention of popping all the tires. So not only did we go out the exit, blew, we we're in a van, blew <laughs> through the arm coming down popped most of the tires, didn't feel he did a good enough job, threw that bitch in reverse, ran through the tent or ran through the gate again, ran back over him, and we went about a mile and a half down the road. Didn't want to just stop and bring it back. Wanted to see how far we could go on the rims. This was my first horrible experience. This is Munson, just because. He wanted to be able to manipulate the guys into, well, it kind of started off as an accident, and I think he pulled down the wrong way, and when he commits to something, he commits to something. So we rolled. And the whole thing became a bet. It was like a couple hundred dollar bet on if we were going to be able to return the rental car and tell them that we just had flats. Oh, yeah. Got four flats. Just a shit deal on a van. Got four flats. Got a new van.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't you believe it?
2: Wouldn't you Guy believe it? Somehow, one of them. It was right unbelievable. And it sounds excessive and ridiculous, but it was absolutely hysterical. And my name was on nothing, so I was enjoying it. <laughs> but the, the old Munson story. But, yeah, if you want to come see some good rental car stories, you just hang out with uh, – Usually the white van over at the Elite Pit because Jake will destroy every single one we have.
1: <laughs> yeah, Erica and Richard were telling me something. I think it was at Virginia. You guys, somebody did something to a van like on the first night they were there. Yeah, yeah. yeah it
2: literally fell out of the bottom of the van. Yeah, we had to call, and our pilot Brett. Our, his name is on all of our stuff. Yes. And so then it becomes this thing where he has a serious issue. He has a he has a record with National.
1: <laughs> that's bad when you. it's but bad when your driver's
2: license
1: <laughs> your driver's license has been flagged at national
2: yeah our pilot can't drive the rental car how's that for safety yeah so yeah there's the rental car stories <laughs> there's many yeah. more where that came from
1: oh my god yeah i want to i want to know what the the insurance policy liability is elite <laughs> what the expense is what the line expense is each year for in, uh, insurance rental car insurance uh, worth it is what it is. It worth it.
2: <laughs> worth it. <laughs> <laughs> worth it, 99.
1: <laughs> All right, last two questions, and we're going to wrap it up. All right, uh, you get to send one Christmas card to one person in motorsports. Who is it? <sighs> told you she, well, wouldn't to, or she wouldn't be able to get to the last y'all two. Told gotta,
2: y'all got to preempt a girl for this kind of stuff.
1: That's why we don't tell you because we need the off-the-cuff answers.
2: You know, this is going to sound ridiculous, but it's so true. My girl crush and my like drag racing idol right now is Randy Lynn Shipp, for many, mm-hmm. many reasons. I think she's, I think she's bad. At, and I hate this because she's one of my good friends and like, why would I send a Christmas card? But if it wasn't going to be motorsports, that answer is always Reba McIntyre. So I had to figure out the Reba of drag racing, right? <laughs> I just think Randy Lynn, she wears, she wears so many hats and she does such a good job and and she's just a badass and she's been able to live out the nonsense of even longer careers than we have, Kim. Yeah <laughs> as children.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, she Randy's got a huge heart.
2: Daryl Gwynn also. I love me some Daryl Quinn.
1: Uh, if you're if you're a true historian of the sport of drag racing, how can you not like Daryl Gwynn?
2: And if Heaven accepts postcards, we'll go Glidden. <laughs>
1: we'll go who? Glidden. Oh. Hardest working man in in pro Great. stock.
2: See, I uh, yeah, yeah, gave you more.
1: Yeah, there you go. So now we'll see how long it takes her to get this one. You got to send one WTF card to one person in motorsports. Who is it going to?
2: <laughs> I can't answer that. Oh yeah. I can't answer my real answer. You I know got- he listens to this. so I can't.
1: You got um, to send one card. WTF.
2: A WTF card. I'm gonna, does this count? I'm going to send it to Tanner Gray. And it's not for the reasons that you would expect. WTF did you get out for? He needs to come back. (laughs) The class needs him. WTF, he still loves it. He's still, I think that, I think the class needs its villain. I can't say my real answer, though. Gosh. I
0: heard he was, somebody said, I heard somewhere that he was talking about. I feel like
2: that was just such an unfulfilled. He was finally becoming his own person and not throwing helmets and such. And I think WTF, you've prematurely got out, man.
1: Well, I wasn't expecting that one to come from you, but okay.
2: Now um, the personal stuff, like I said. Oh no, I said was, had,
1: I said it had to be in motorsports.
2: Okay, there you go. Then then yeah. Oh. Now later tonight I'm gonna think of a better answer to that and I'm gonna be pissed and I'm gonna text both y'all.
1: What do you <laughs> do you do you remember who your sister said? No. You remember Cam?
0: I don't I'm trying to dude, I can't uh, we've we've talked who about did this. She I can't said. remember if I washed my hair.
1: She said, "Magehe."
0: That's right. Yes. 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 Yes.
1: And look, and you wow. go back. You go back and listen to the audio. There, i li- There literally was no pause. There was no oxygen that left the room. It was nothing. It came out very quickly. Very. Can I send?
2: Can I send a WTF card to another human in that pit?
1: <laughs> Who would it be?
2: <laughs> oh, just women argue with women. You know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah yeah okay.
2: Women find women.
1: <laughs> all right, all right, all
2: right. She's right though. That is a no. But um yeah, Did I'm gonna get go in with...
0: trouble with this episode.
2: Listen, Cameron, you called me.
1: <sighs> hey, Look good. I I gotta um... There's no
2: love lost between those two. This these are no secrets. All
1: right, so See
2: minus positive. Tanner Gray, this board no, needs you. Cool. I'm gonna I get hate, hate for that for sure, but I think they need it. Uh, I don't I don't,
1: don't know. think he's good for it. I don't know, you know, as we're going to we're going to wrap up because that's actually on my my list over here of topics. But as Cam and I close out, but I don't know. That's one thing that's like on my little sheet here, if you will, of shows to like wrap up or when you get to the end of the year to look back and say, OK, Tanner Gray, because he did leave the sport and he was a champion. You know what? What did you benefit what you know, kind of you know, what did you gain from going to do what you did that you wouldn't have gained or you would have lost if you would have stayed? Uh, you know, I, I guess in a way my own little world, I'd look at it as, you know, what did I gain and what did I lose this year by leaving a top 10 nitrous car and going to a completely different program to suck ass, you know, and Tanner Gray left NHRA Pro Stock to go to, you know, NASCAR and the K&N series and so forth. And does he feel like it was a benefit? Did, I mean, can he honestly have the the return that, that he would have had if he would have came back and run NHRA Pro Stock. So it's, it's on my list. He's on my list. Cause he's one of, I mean, he really is. He's one of the very few that have left our sport and went to another form of motorsports. Um, and he left when he was on top, you know, so.
2: Yeah. And he, he actually had his first crash the other day. Did y'all see that? Yeah. I mean, he's doing really, really well, but I think he was just wanted to prove to his family and all that. But, as the me who knows him, I'd like to think he misses it, because you go from a small pond to a big pond. That's a different deal. <laughs> oh, for
1: sure.
0: For
2: yeah. sure.
1: All right. Well, Courtney, Cam, you got anything yeah. for Courtney?
0: No. Thanks for coming on after 4,700 episodes. We appreciate <laughs> that for you taking the time out of your busy schedule. It's not schedule. like
2: I've moved cross-country or been racing or have three businesses or anything, but I've always got time for you, babe. That's just paperwork. <laughs> It is. Yeah, yeah you
1: wanna come do that paperwork yeah, it's, though? It's all paperwork. It's <laughs> all paperwork. Well, Courtney, for your parting <laughs> shot, how do people get in touch with you? Where where do they go to follow you if they want to reach out and and uh, acquire the the support and services of Courtney Enders?
2: You can um you can hit me on the old book. I've got a, a page and a personal one. They're both Courtney Enders. I'm not difficult to find. I don't have one of those middle name profiles. Um, but the, the IG, the old grams where I roll, (laughs) you know what I'm talking about? Um, it is C E underscore M E underscore D I A like C E media. But as my good friend, Brooklyn, shout out Brooklyn, Rue Cottingham, see me do it all because C E media was taken. So we had to find a double meaning.
1: (laughs) There we go. I like it. I like it.
2: Yep. Or Courtney Anders at Gmail. I'm easy.
1: All right. Well, Courtney, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know like Cam I will look forward to seeing you in three short days uh, yes. at, at the big Z-Max dragway for the We NTP. pity all the
0: hate mail you get for the eight people that
1: listen oh, to this man. It yeah, comes out on Saturday Yep, <laughs> Hate mail <laughs> No, I'll share cars. it on com. Erica's page yeah. Riding
2: 102 cool. Share on your sister's page uh, your own accolades That's right <laughs> There you go <laughs>
1: And uh, there's your, there's your <laughs> next one for sure.
2: Yeah, uh, exactly. Well, thanks uh, for having me guys. Y'all are fun.
1: All right. Thanks for being on Courtney. We'll see you soon.
2: Yeah. Ready. Catch all right. You later. Later,
1: bye. Well, Cam, there is nothing better than having somebody like Courtney who is obviously she started on the outside, if you will, you know, she started with a helmet and now she's moved to a camera, a laptop and, and doing, what it is that we talk about on a weekly basis in some way, shape, or form for all of our listeners that are just trying to make to the next level or just trying to gain one more ounce uh, or pound or shred of credibility or validity uh, in their pursuit of motorsports happiness, if you will, chasing the dream.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, you know, Courtney, you go, way back we've been good friends for a long time and it was it was cool to actually get her on here and she's super knowledgeable about a lot of this stuff and that's one of the main reasons why we wanted to have her on because you know she had some some really good insights as to you know what you listeners you know should maybe do um, to kind of help progress your guys' careers and your self promotions and you know all that stuff i mean that's at the end of the day i mean yeah all the nonsense all the crap talk that we that we spit in the show helping grow our Brands, um, but it's also we try to educate as much as we can, and try to uh, you know help everybody else out there along the way. So, but with that, you know, again, thanks to her for coming on. We'll see who else we can we can conjure up here. You know, see if it takes another eighty-seven episodes to you know to get somebody of her caliber back on the show. Um, but if you guys choose to continue to listen <laughs> for the next eighty-seven episodes to uh, see who that may be. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you to Voice America for uh, helping produce this. Our producers, uh, Brian and JT, in the background. Uh, Streetway Marketing and Media. And who else am I missing? Stupid Fast Racing. Oh, yeah. Hey, we, how, about, how about your boy Todd? PDS, baby. Yes, yeah, right. Performance data systems for all of your data needs. And uh, yeah, um, Don, I will see you, I don't know, a couple hours.
1: <laughs> no kidding absolutely looking forward to it weather's going to be beautiful in charlotte this weekend hopefully everybody will stop by stupid fast and pick up our racers and rental cars apparel that's
0: right and, and if and not if you can't make it to the track racers dot get yourself some swag uh represent and we'll see you at a track near you that's it brother i'm out later see ya